Beyond Death by DVD. Fact or fiction, hosted by Hank, the world's greatest. We live in a world where the real and the unreal live side by side. Where substance is disguised as illusion, and the only explanations are unexplainable. Will you be able to separate stories of truth from fantasy tonight? To do so, you must break through the web of your experience and open your mind to things beyond belief. And now, the host. Do you ever fantasize about listening to him? This is Death by DVD. Fact or fiction. I am Hank, the world's greatest. Have you ever listened to a podcast and trusted all the information? What if that information was wrong? Well, hello there. Here we are. So, the last two weeks we have been talking about Christine Chubbuck. We've been talking about the 2016 films Kate Plays Christine and Christine. We've also been talking about the 1976 movie Network. While doing so, we've discussed the tragic end of Christine Chubbuck, we've attempted to discuss her life, and throughout we've hit a lot of roadblocks. I've brought up time and time again that it's exceedingly difficult to dig up information on Christine Chubbuck. Some of the information that was stated in those episodes I have come to find since then is wrong. It's not just inaccurate, it's not fake news, it's not misinformation, it's completely fucking wrong. I did get this information from the movie Kate Plays Christine, and I ignorantly ran with it without back-checking it, and it was mentioned on two episodes. So, not really fact or fiction, just actual facts here. But hey, what a way to start the episode. I gotta run with something, right? It's material. So what is it that I fucked up on so bad that I had to come back and do another episode? And personally speaking here, I, I felt I needed to come back and I needed to make some of these things clear. I don't think it's fair, especially with the importance of how I feel the subject matter to be to just promote lies and to essentially exploit her furthermore for my own ratings, for, for Death by DVD's ratings. I don't have answers, but I do have an answer to a question, kind of. It's not really a question that was asked on the show. It's something that I referenced, something that I brought up on both episodes. We're going to clean that up a little bit here. So this isn't so much an afterword to the Christine Chubbuck story as it's more of an addendum. In Kate Plays Christine, someone states that one of Christine Chubbuck's brothers talked about them being the grandchildren of Douglas Fairbanks and Mary Pickford, and that they used to play in their manor in Bostachusen or so. Did I just say Bostachusen? Good God. <laughs> Oh, we're keeping that. Yeah, I can't cut that out. <laughs> what the fuck was I talking about? It doesn't even matter anymore. That was the show. That was the... <laughs> That's it. That's the show. Oh, God. So one of fucking Christine Chubbuck's brothers used to tell people that they were related to the Fairbanks. <laughs> and the big, this isn't like, a, it's not a funny episode. You know, there's not, <laughs> there's little to no humor. In fact, none of the subject matter is funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, that's so, that's Boston. <laughs> oh, this is horrible. 
I should do a completely <laughs> different take that doesn't have <laughs> unnecessary laughter. And I'm not, <laughs> I think this is going to be it. Good God. Oh, <laughs> there's no recovery. I just got to get back. I just got to keep talking. This is why we don't do live shows anymore. <laughs> okay. Let me compose myself here. Three days later. If I start thinking about it, I'm going to start laughing. And I, it, this is already just awful. So a great deal of my theory on Christine Chubbuck's life being erased, her life being repressed, comes to the fact that her family had money. And under the belief, under the assumption that they were related, the Chubbucks, to the Fairbanks or the Pickfords, obviously, there would be a great deal of money. And I do believe on episode one, it's a reference to that family, the Fairbanks, having not as much power in the 70s as they would have in the 30s and 40s, but still having enough money. Regardless of the fact, Christine Chubbuck came from okay money. It's not like they were dirt poor, but they certainly were not related to the Fairbanks. So we've got to wipe the slate completely clean with that. How do I know that Christine Chubbuck wasn't related to these people? Well, here's why we're doing this. Got a little bit of information. Bear with me. Might get a little tangled here, but I'm going to inform you of what I have learned. And this is being recorded after part one and two. I continued researching. There were so many questions, if you've listened to those episodes, that I, I ask. I don't have answers to. It's a lot of struggle. It's a lot of theory. It's a lot of speculation. So I've continued just trying to dig and find out more and more progressively about this because I care about the idea. I've sunk my interest into it, and hey, we're here. But I really, really don't think it's fair not including this, not coming back and correcting myself and giving this information, especially if you were interested in it. So here we go. The Chubbicks are not related to the Fairbanks. Here's how. Went back, checked some genealogy records, looked up names, looked up date of births, tried to connect these families. This is what I've got. John Bailey Fairbank had Eliza Bailey Fairbank, who had Amy Fairbank, who had George Lorenzo Fairbank, who had Vern Anita Fairbank, who married Stephen Lewis Chubbick, who had George Fairbanks Chubbick in 1918. Now here's where things get interesting. John Bailey Fairbank, Eliza Fairbank, Amy Fairbank, George Lorenzo Fairbank. George Lorenzo had a daughter, Vern Anita Fairbank. She married Stephen Lewis Chubbick. Dig? Following? Their kid is George Fairbanks Chubbick. He was born in 1918. Now, in 1918, Douglas Fairbanks was an actor known as the King of Hollywood, one of the most successful silent film actors of, of the time period. One of the many people who, when the talkies came forward, just kind of went out of style, which makes you wonder how fucking goofy this guy's voice must have been that he just couldn't carry over. My name is Douglas Fairbanks, and I'm here to be in your movie. That's what I assume. But there's a big difference here. Fairbank, Fairbanks, Fairbank, Fairbanks. Why am I talking about Douglas Fairbanks? Because this family, Christine Chubbick's father's family, are the Fairbank. In 1918, this dude's middle name was changed to Fairbanks. Why? Because Douglas Fairbanks was an incredibly successful actor at the time. Even to this day, people are naming their kids after Game of Thrones characters. I have a friend whose child's named Anakin. Kid's like, God, Jesus, like 17, 18, maybe older now. I don't keep a firm grasp of time. So my point here is it's not incredibly uncommon to run across people named after very successful people. All you had to do was add an S. You're not even really lying about your name here. But wait, there's more. George Fairbanks Chubbick married Margaretha Augustus Davis, who had Timothy Fairbanks Chubbick, Christine Chubbick, and Gregory Allen. 
Now, I don't know for sure if George Fairbanks Chubbuck is Gregory Allen's father, but Christine and Timothy definitely are his kids. Every article, everything you can find, Christine's mother is always referred to as Peg. She's referred to as Peg in both of the movies, but her, her real name is quite beautiful, Margaretha Augusta Davis. Now, her parents, because there's more to this, we got to look at the Pickford side of things. The Chubbicks aren't related to the Fairbanks, but Mary Pickford, on the other hand, she had two adopted children. So going back, we just don't want to look at the Fairbanks. Let's try and account for absolutely everyone here and see if there is any certainty to relation. Margaretha Augustus Davis, her parents, William H. Davis, Honora R. Pendergrass Davis, it can't connect. Douglas Fairbanks married Anne Beth Sully, who had Douglas Fairbanks Jr., who married Mary Lee Epling Hartford, who had three daughters, Melissa, who had Crystal, Joseph, and Richard, Daphne, who had Dominic, Nicholas, and David, Victoria, who had Elizabeth and Christopher. None of these people, including great-grandchildren, can be tracked to being related to the Chubbicks in any form. Mary Pickford was married to Douglas Fairbanks, but they had no children. Mary Pickford, whose real name was Gladys Maria Smith, married Charles Buddy Rogers, and they adopted Ronald, who had children named Jamie and Tommy, and they also adopted a daughter named Roxanne, who had children named Christine and Dana Marie. Again, there is no established connection to the Fairbanks of the Lesser Ohio area, and that's the origin, that's where George Fairbanks Chubbuck came from. So on both sides of these people's families, Mary Pickford and Douglas Fairbanks, there is no connection to the Chubbucks. None whatsoever. So that takes us back to the repression and the just absolute destruction of who Christine Chubbuck was, her work, her legacy, any idea of her as a person that's left in the annals of history. Obviously isn't some super rich Hollywood royalty relative. So all we have now is the money her family had. They did hit the station with a juncture. The station owner, Bob Nelson, wanted to sell the tape. He's made out to be some sort of saintly guy now that has kept it locked up for years and won't let anyone see it, but that's not quite entirely true when it comes to what you can find historically. He was attempting to sell the tape, got hit with a junction by Christine Chubbuck's family. It got dropped, and now it's been, you know, nobody needs to see it. I'd like to remind you with part one and part two, the point of discussing Christine is never the end of the story, and it certainly is not the point of seeing the tape. That's not what anyone should see, but it shouldn't be destroyed. It shouldn't be lost. It is her last piece of work, but with her last piece of work, where's, where's everything else? Where's anything else she stood for? Why is all of this just completely gone? And I understand. Not everything was taped, and back then, you didn't have DVRs. You couldn't just record it. You couldn't just keep it forever. It wasn't some file that you could transfer from place to place to place. But I find it so strange, I find it so odd, that all of Christine Chubbuck is just gone. It's erased from this world outside, aside from her death and the exploitation and sensationalizing of said death. It's a mystery where the person went off to. But we can really be assured the Fairbanks or Pickfords had nothing to do with it. More than anything, it's Robert Nelson, Bob Nelson, who owned WXLT-TV. They repress Christine Chubbuck. They erase her life, but it's so funny, it's so strange. The only success the station ever had was because of her death and the sensationalizing of it. Though people will only find these episodes and listen to it by looking up her death, because there's just nothing else you can find. So I came back, dotted my eyes, and I crossed my T's. I'll say it for a third time, I just think it's unfair to do this whole thing and to find misinformation and not come back and correct it, and not come back and... Let you that listen and enjoy this and, and comment and care about it. I don't think it's fair to lie. 
But unfortunately, this really doesn't add anything and it doesn't help with anything because it, it just takes us back to square one. There is nothing. There is obvious repression. There's obvious embarrassment on someone's part that Christine has been erased aside from the ending of her story. But at least we know now where to point that finger at and where to have some blame laid upon. Not that it really matters at this point, or will do anything. For now, this closes the Death by DVD file on Christine Shubbick. Definitely something we'll come back to someday. The same with Patty Hearst. Nothing's ever finished, nothing's ever over. And the coming months will have the beginnings for some other new true crime slash movie investigations. And I guess that's something to look forward to. Until next time, the ashtray's full and the bottle is empty. I'm Hank, the world's greatest. Rest in peace, Christine Shovick. recorded in front of a dead studio audience. Portions of today's programming have been mechanically reproduced. The management and the staff wish you a pleasant good night and good morning. I'm Linnea, and I like Death by DVD. It's a statement. Oh, my God.